Well, welcome to another edition of the Destination Polaris podcast. I'm your host, Jared Christie. Today's podcast is brought to you by Rugged Radios, in-car communication, car-to-car communication, Bluetooth, music, whatever your communication needs might be, Rugged is always there to help you with finding the right product for your machine. Rugged Radios, the authority in communication. Well, we are deep in the heart of summer, and with that in mind, I thought we'd plan a little road trip to one of my favorite little towns, Red River, New Mexico. We filmed in Red River a few years back, and joining me today is the owner of Wheezy's Wild Ride in Red River, Tracy Green. Tracy, welcome to the show. Hi, Jared. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to be featured again. Yeah, absolutely. We had a great time there, and I was like, you know what? It's time to go back, maybe not in person, but uh, at least we can hang out and chat for a while. That's super. That's super. We we enjoyed having you here so much. Everybody that comes in always asks about the show. <laughs> oh, that's great to hear. That's great to hear. Now, I introduce you as Tracy, but as far as I know, everyone <laughs> calls you Wheezy. Is that right? That's right. That's my name. I answer to both, though. <laughs> I answer to both. Well, where, well, where did the, the name Wheezy come from? Well, my middle name is Louise. And that was actually what my dad wanted to be uh, as my first name. So that's what he always called me was Wheezy. And so it stuck. <laughs> that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I can't imagine yeah. there are probably people that come across you in life. They're like, I didn't even know your first name was Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> well, at, back at, uh, in Kansas, where we're from, most people know me as Tracy, but here it's definitely Wheezy. Where in Kansas are you from? I'm just curious. We're from South Central Kansas. Both Chris and I, my husband Chris and I are from there. And we both had jobs in town, but we were also wheat farmers and Black Angus cattle ranchers. And um, we we have this thing where we work a lot and <laughs> we were kind of working ourselves to death. So we, we picked something we could do together that we both enjoyed and in a beautiful place. You can't beat Red River for beauty. I don't remember if when we, we, we were there, if I knew you guys were from Kansas. And the only reason why it's I'm bringing it up is because my family was originally from Kansas as well, sort of uh, uh, El Dorado uh, area. Wichita. Really? Yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, we were, we're about, we're from about an hour southwest of Wichita. Gotcha. Gotcha. Not so, far at all. Uh, no, not far at all. No, <laughs> and uh, there, my girls played high school basketball um, against El Dorado quite a bit. <laughs> Side note for anybody who really, really cares, my grandpa was the mayor of El Dorado back in the day. So there you go. Really? That's awesome. Kansas is a great place to be from, you know, growing up on the farm and the ranch that that's an ideal life. You know, you're set up to know how to do a lot of things to survive. So my, my 24 year old cousin, uh, who's at my house right now, she might disagree with you, but, uh, <laughs> cause she's like, <laughs> like, I can't stand living in Kansas anymore. <laughs> I can't, I mean, I left. But <laughs> so you did, you did. And you, and you made it to obviously Red River, New Mexico. And for people who may not know, um, 
I'm going to just assume they might know where New Mexico is at. But Red River, uh, <laughs> tell me tell me where Red River is at and tell me about the town a little bit. Well, Red River is in the northern part of New Mexico. And to be honest, Jared, I'd never been to New Mexico either until we vacationed here. And then um, we sold everything and moved here a year later. That's how in love we fell with it. Um, it's from Wichita. It's about seven hours so it's closer um, than, you know, like Vail or other ski resorts uh, because Red River is also a ski resort town. Have a great ski and summer area here, locally owned. It's not owned by a corporation, which is really cool. It has that personal touch. Um, Red River is nestled in a valley in the Sangre de Cristo mountain range of the southern tier of the Colorado Rockies, you know. So we're only about 20 minutes from Colorado. Um, we, it, we're we about a mile long and three blocks wide. But <laughs> Isn't that the best? <laughs> a mile long it and three blocks best. wide. You know, we have the best of both worlds, I think. I enjoy the summer crowds, which will have 10,000 people crammed into town in a summer day. And everybody's on vacation and having a great time. But then... In the off season, there's 500 people that live here full time. So you could kind of lay on Main Street and not get hit by a car, you know? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? So we, yeah, we like it. It's the best of both worlds. We love it. Um, you know, I was going to ask the question, you know, what makes it so special, but you've kind of keyed on that. You have a, you know, you have a, you have a place that in the summertime offers obviously off-road riding, but you have hiking, fishing, horseback riding, rafting, um, and a, you know, just a ton of summer activities going on. There are just so many things to do and New Mexico, you know, is such a varied state for scenery and, you know, different hiking opportunities. Um, so just within a half hour, it, it's vistas and it looks more like Arizona and, you know, around the Grand Canyon because we have the Rio Grande, which is a beautiful place to explore too. And there's riding opportunities there also. Um, some of our customers utilize that, but you know, for Red River, we have those four trails that everybody comes back to and loves. And then on the on the days that they're not riding, just catty-cornered across the street from us is Red River Stables. And, the you know, great horses, mountain horses, and they go up the mountain. It's not just a plunky trail ride. You go straight up. I keep a horse over there. They're, they're awesome. We have lots to do. We have lots to do. You do have a ton to do. And then, of course, you've got the, the winter time where you've got, um, I didn't know that was a locally owned mountain, which is very cool. But then you obviously ski and snowboarding yes. and snowmobiling and snowshoeing and cross country skiing. I mean, it is a, it's a four seasons uh, town, but without maybe so much the, the crowds maybe of other similar towns or the costs and things like that. Our costs are still low comparable to other ski towns and you know the whole town is basically lodging so you know we have we have enough beds and pillows to take care of everybody it i think what's neat about red river in the summer and in the winter it's almost like they're two separate crowds you know um and it's generational they've been coming since the 50s and the whole family comes um so it's not uh, it's got a different pace than a lot of 
other resort towns. It's a lot of families. That's who we cater to. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about you guys, because there are a ton of things to do. But we came, gosh, we must have come on almost a shoulder season because it was fairly cold when we were there, but it wasn't quite, win- wasn't quite winter time. Was it late fall almost? It was, it was late October Yeah, because it was the same weekend that Red River was the site for the national Christmas tree. So it was oh, cut that nice. same week. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was cold. There was a lot of snow. <laughs> there was a lot of snow and it was one of the colder shoots we've probably been on in a while but still a really good time and saw a lot of cool stuff wheezy's wild ride you guys started what year because it was only open a couple of years before we came out there right we were in 2016 that's when we started uh that that was our first season and man it's just really taken off for us since then and thanks you know to being a adventures outfitter for Polaris. That's, that's been the key. Having these new machines every year for every season, just a a quality, safe, um, very capable machine in the mountain range that we go to. Cause we go, you know, we go up from 8,500 to 11,5. So, uh, you know, climbing 3000 feet, you want some capable machines and we have them. That's, it's been the, it's been the key to our success here. I'm going to ask you a lot about some of the rides that you do, but how did this all get started for you? (laughs) Well, uh, like I said, we, we came on vacation. I had a friend from high school that had friends that came out here. Uh, He had moved to Amarillo, which, you know, a lot of our customers are Oklahoma, Texas. Uh, Kansas is really growing, but then a lot from also Albuquerque way either. Anyway, um, he was posting all these pictures on social media of Red River. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I've been to so many places um, in the U.S., mountain ranges, and I've never been to New Mexico. So we made plans to go and we rented um, an older razor from an existing outfitter here in town. And that was it. We... Uh, Chris got into a conversation with him about the business and about, about the machines, of course, cause he's a mechanic. Um, and it went from there and a year later we'd bought the business and changed the name. And within two years we had become an adventure outfitter. So we were a couple of years on our own. Um, it was just a no brainer to <laughs> sign on with Polaris. It's a great company. Um, great opportunity. And it, it made the difference in the, in the business, but that's how we got started. We rented and fell in love with it and then just put our whole lives into it. Literally. Wow. <laughs> wow. Did you ever think, you know, you, you go back maybe, uh, you know, 2012, 13, something like that, that that's what you'd be doing <laughs> lately. I don't even finish the question. You start laughing. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Cause all the time I say to Chris, I'm like, did you picture this? You know, <laughs> did you picture this? I didn't. But it's, it's like a dream still. Um, and there are hard days, I'm not going to lie. And in the winter, it gets tougher. But, man, you just wake up and look out your window and see heaven. And <laughs> you know you're a lucky, lucky person to be able to live this kind of life. And we get it to is. work together every day. 
uh, and work for ourselves. And we have great, great kids that work for us. I say kids, they're all, you know, 19 and up, but that's kidding me. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. We, we're fortunate. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So what co- people show up, they book, uh, what are the, uh, the writing options that you guys offer? Well, from uh, town and we can drive UTVs in town in Red River, there's an ordinance that supports it. So our machines are all, you know, geared up for that. There are four different trails, forest roads that you can utilize from town. Um, and like I said, we are at 8,500 to 8,750 here in town and we go up as high as 11,500 feet and that's at Goose Lake. So that's the most popular forest road to utilize. Um, it's an Arctic lake. It is uh, framed in the back by Gold Hill, which climbs another thousand feet, which has, you know, epic views of Wheeler Peak, which is our highest peak in New Mexico. A lot of our customers utilize us to take like <laughs> the nastiest, um, steepest part of, of the hiking out of the trip for them. They ride up to the lake and then they hike the rest of the way. And it's a, it's a unique experience, especially to see the bighorn sheep up there. They love to hang out on Gold Hill behind Goose Lake. So that, that's our most popular ride. And then I would say the second most popular would be Greeny Peak which is 11,200 feet. And that's our longest trail. Um, It's kind of a loop from town that comes back to town. And it's about 38 miles on that loop. And then there's little finger trails that come off of it um, that you could spend all day on one way or another on the inside or like on the outside of the loop. So it it has a lot of, and it has some rugged stuff in the middle of it for the person that wants something, you know, a true four, four wheel drive trail. There, there's some of that for them. A lot of abandoned mines, um, and those lakes, there's another lake to go see called Cabresto Lake, Midnight Meadows that has, um, that's, you know, your best shot for seeing elk on our drives. Um, an abandoned mining town. There's, there's a lot to see. There is, there is. And along that, we did a couple of those, those rides you're talking about. And uh, you can go to our uh, destination Polaris YouTube page and uh, search red river. And you'll find uh, videos of us going to some of these places. The goose Lake trail is awesome because you do pass quite a few old uh, mines on the way there. Yeah, one of the most beautiful ones is uh, Bunker Hill. It's the most intact and is kind of tucked back in the trees. Um, a lot of rich history along with that, too. And uh, we have guides to all of the different mines in town. Um, the guides to the mines were actually written in the 50s. So it's kind of that old cool language style that they used back then and really descriptive stories <laughs> about <laughs> About the mining days, yeah. Very cool. And then, of course, Greeny Peak, uh, I believe we went to as well. Is that right? That's right. That's the yeah. one we went to when it was so windy and cold. Oh, <laughs> it 
think my bones are still <laughs> still from that day. It was a little chilly. Yeah. Yes. It was very chilly for that day. It was very chilly for that day. I know. I wish that um, we were there, uh, you know, more in September, which makes me think about timing, Wheezy, because timing plays a role um, for, um, you know, anyone doing these rides about where you can go and what you can see. When's the best time of year to uh, do an off-road trip with you guys? Well, we open on June 1st for our summer season, um, and July and August are, of course, the peak of those seasons, you know, until Labor Day. Uh, but really, we run until Halloween, and it really doesn't get too cold for most people to ride until that first week in October. Um, we can have quite a bit of snow up top in October. Some people prefer that because the trails are less crowded and, you know, they kind of have the run of the place, not going to lie. <laughs> but that's when I like to ride too. I like to see, you know, the Aspen colors. Um, and we'll get a lot of couples in late September and early October coming for Oktoberfest, um, which is, you know, a German festival, of course, in town. It's the traditional kind of German festival. And... Um, you know, just the couples coming out because they know the kids are back in school. <laughs> it's a good time to ride. And then Absolutely. we'll start up again. Yeah, we'll start up again um, December 15th for snowmobiles. And that's something new that we offer. This will be our third season with snowmobiles. Very cool. Now, I, I, I listened to you and you said we kind of wrap up our off-road season in early October, yet we showed up at the end of October. So warning <laughs> yeah. on that, do not do what we did and show up at the end of October. Well, we do stay open until that late. And some people like that. They like uh, that, um, you know, small amount of snow wheeling. <laughs> not the kind you can really get stuck in, but just enough to be cold and make some white stuff fly. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It's definitely because um, once it the it turns, it's you know it, <laughs> we had trouble getting around. Taste. I'll just say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not the easiest to get around. We're not going to talk about that. No, right? No, not at all. Not at all. What's it been like to to now offer snowmobiling as well? Well, you know, it, it's an adjustment for me. All the guys here love it. I mean, I think that's. Most of the reason why the kids that work for us work they, that they work here, they love guiding snowmobiles in the winter. Now we also do rentals. We we do both, so we have a guided trip and a rental. But um, you know, I'm not the best at a snowmobile. To me, it's like a combination of a jet ski and a four wheeler. So I'm still learning. Um, but it, it's such a cool ride because we go to Greeny Peak and Midnight Meadows. So uh, the town of Red River leases a brand new um, snowcat every year, a Piston Bully snowcat, and grooms, you know, um, at least 40, 50 miles of trail to be able to go on. So you get this, you know, you have a nice 14-foot forest road that's groomed that goes straight up the mountain. It's not like you are just stuck in a, you know, going in circles in a meadow. Um, it, it's an adventure. 
It really is. And it's beautiful in the winter. It's such a different scene to, to go on. Well, our snowmobiling starts here in town at Millette Park, and it goes up to Greeny Peak. So that's 12 miles going straight up. And then we hit uh, Midnight Meadows as well. So it's it's not just, you know, doing circles in a meadow. It's climbing on a trail. It's a groomed trail. The town uh, leases uh, a new snowcat, Piston Bully snowcat, and grooms those trails. Chris actually does a lot of the grooming. And so they're really nice, um, very scenic. We have some really cool videos of, of ours and then from customers of, of that snowmobile trip in the winter. It's really an adventure. Now, for, for people who don't know, and you've mentioned a few times, Chris is your husband. Chris is my husband. <laughs> Punky, is his nick- Punky is his nickname. That's right. I gave him a hard time about that. What's up, Punky? That's right. <laughs> he, he will appreciate that when he listens to this, I'm sure. He will. Yeah. Make him smile. Well, it makes sense you guys did snow, and I'm sure you wanted to get things up and rolling in the off-road first. But now you're, you're, you know, you're, you're almost year-round at this point in time, I guess. You know, it's getting close. We, we do a small amount of repairs in the off-season just to keep the guys busy um so we're open almost all year round there's no more uh sipping tea and reading by the fire in the winter anymore we're busy yeah yeah no <laughs> doubt no doubt now how do people uh you mentioned the time of year for especially the off-road how do people go about finding you and booking those trips and when should they book them well uh we're usually booked up at least about a week out in the summer um but we have people that make reservations at wheezyswildrides.com. You just click the book now button and it shows you all of our different types of machines because we run uh, razors, rangers, and generals. Um, and we also rent slingshots. I guess I haven't talked about that very much. Slingshots are a great trip here because we do the Enchanted Circle, which is an 83-mile loop from here to Eagle Nest, to Angel Fire, to Taos, and uh, the Gorge Bridge, and then to Cuesta, and then back to Red River. It's it's a beautiful drive. Lots of fun. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's quite, can you do all that in a day? Oh, you could, you know, you could really do it in two hours, um, but with construction in the summer, you know, Taos has some construction going on, kind of. A lot. <laughs> we, we always rec- <laughs> we always recommend a four hour because then you can stop. You know, you can get a you know a bite to eat or a soda or something, and we're walk the gorge b- bridge, walk across it. It's it's really cool. And there's also the, uh, the Taos Pueblo, which which is a living pueblo. It's beautiful to visit too. I think most people probably heard of Taos. How far is Taos from Red River? Mm-hmm. It's about 40 minutes. Yeah. And such a, I mean, there's so much New Mexico has to offer. I wish I could say I've seen all of it, but I haven't. There's, there's too much. I couldn't see it all in one lifetime. I don't think. What is, um, what's the summer been like this year for you guys? Man, we hit the ground running. I, I honestly can't say that we've had a busier year this 
this has been our busiest year so far. It's uh, been a great year. Everybody having a lot of fun. We, you know, I told you we opened June 1st and usually we kind of get off to a slow start. People are still attending graduations and weddings and things. Not this year. We were booked from the beginning, (laughs) which I'm not complaining about at all. Yeah. I was going to say, when was the last time you had a day off? You know, I, I take it every once in a while. There, there is a casino in Taos too. <laughs> <laughs> now we're getting somewhere in the conversation. Lisa. Right. There you go. Right. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. For, for if I, if I'm thinking about going to Red River and you mentioned, obviously we're talking about Kansas and Wichita being a seven hour drive. But if I'm, if I'm getting to Red River, what's kind of some different options about how to get there? We're uh, coming in from the east. You come in through um, over Raton Pass or from Springer, and it goes into Cimarron, which is a really, really quaint little town. Lots, um, It has the Philmont Boy Scout Ranch there, which is really cool to see. Um, and a lot of little historic places to stop. And then it goes into the Cimarron Canyon, which comes out at the Eagle Nest Lake. You come through Eagle Nest and then over uh, Bobcat Pass right into Red River. It's about 45 minutes from Cimarron. And we're tucked into the middle of the range here. Yeah, you guys are really, really close. I'm just sort of gauging on a map right here right now. And, you know, if you're, you're, biggest city i guess would be santa fe um as far as yeah we we have some customers that fly in to albuquerque and then they'll stay in santa fe because you know santa fe is such a historic town too the churches and the art um the santa fe plaza is a unique place to visit it's just so it's full of so much history and museums. So sometimes they'll stay there and then they'll travel up here to come ride with us and then um, maybe continue on up into Colorado. Besides the, uh, oh yeah, it is absolutely. Besides the off-roading and the snowmobiling and the casino, um, what's your <laughs> favorite thing? <laughs> Weezy, what's your favorite thing to do that, that isn't related to your work? Well, that would be riding uh, my horse Yellowstone, like I said, that's across yeah. the street. He's a pretty little Palomino paint and taking a ride with the cowboys across the road. Because that's, um, you know, that's my favorite ride, but I love a ride uh, Pioneer or to Greeny also. Or the Old Pass. I love the Old Pass. It's beautiful. There, there's never a lack of things to do here. No, there's not. And I think you said it earlier and you don't find it very often, but basically the town is built around uh, accommodations and entertaining. You know, that's what it's a you know, mile long town, three blocks wide, but so much to do. So much to do. And, you know, we haven't even talked about the other type of entertainment. Like in the evening, we sponsor um, quite a few music festivals here. Um, Texas Reds is a steakhouse in town a historic steakhouse and they 
have a songwriters festival. They have 8750, which is another barbecue and music festival. And we get some great, great artists here. Red River is the home to Ray Wiley Hubbard. So that's this is where he kind of started. And Michael Martin Murphy, he has a chuck wagon dinner and concerts. And then Bobcat Pass, like I mentioned, that you come over into town. Um, they're actually a competitor, but they have a <laughs> they have a great cowboy evening too. So there's always something going on here. Always something going on. Well, I think uh, you know it'd be great to come back sometime. And if you've never been to Red River and you're thinking about you know planning a, a trip or an off road trip or wanting to go somewhere new uh, and and bringing the family and, and doing something, it is a great great location to be and uh to spend a weekend or or even an extended weekend there to hang out well we would love to have anyone that is interested in just a nice relaxing adventurous vacation with their family or their loved ones we we welcome everybody to come and take a taste of it because i tell you when rev river gets a hold of you it's gotcha I'm living proof. It got absolutely, me. <laughs> absolutely. Well, check out Wheezy's yeah. Wild Ride if you get a chance. You can also check out the Red River uh, website as well to check out and see all the things that we've talked about. And and Wheezy, I appreciate you joining us today. It's uh, you guys were great hosts then, and uh, um, be sure to to if you're in New Mexico, be sure to head north and try to get to Red River. Well, I sure thank you, Jared. Um, I have to tell you what a boost it's been to our business to have done the show with you before. I wish I would have thought about it at the time and put a link on our website. You know, how did you hear about us? Destination Polaris. <laughs> because awesome. we've had we've had so many people from across the country that have seen the show and came to visit us. I really appreciate that's, you and and the program. That's awesome. That's awesome to hear. I appreciate that as well. Today's podcast was brought to you by Rockford Fosgate. If you want to upgrade your audio system or you've been thinking about getting a new audio system, Rockford has you covered from stage one all the way up to stage six kits. Rockford takes your audio to the next level. And by Polaris Adventures. From Maui to Maine and Red River, <laughs> Polaris Adventures has rental outfitters all across the country. Summertime is here. If you can squeeze it in this year, do it. If you're thinking about a trip for next year, look up. Wheezy's and Players Adventures, and they get you taken care of. Well, that does it for another edition of the Destination Players Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we will talk to you again soon. Take care. Bye.